Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Monday the 5th of August. Coming up, concerns over vaporised alcohol on sale at Kent Club. People need to do their own research around it to see the effects it will have on you because you're risking uh, with addiction and uh, alcohol poisoning. Rural crime on the rise in the county. Farmers and landowners are getting more and more anxious to the point of being scared when they are isolated in their rural locations. And Kent Paralympians signs up for Strictly. Never danced for my life and I'm only, you know, if we go out or something, I'll give it a little one-two step. That's about as far as I'll go So. It's going to be interesting. Kent Online News. First today, there are concerns from health experts after a club in Kent became the first in the country to sell vaporised alcohol. Gallery nightclub in Maidstones offering alcohol mist, which is vaporised vodka in balloons. The club say they only contain one sixtieth of a shot, but the effects are almost instantaneous. But public health bosses are worried it could be a particular hazard to young people. Rebecca's been chatting to John Shanley from Drug and Alcohol charity Kenwood Trust in Yielding. When you drink alcohol, it goes straight into the stomach. When you vape alcohol, it goes down to the lungs, straight into the bloodstream and then uh, to, to your receptors in the brain. So when you drink a lot of alcohol, your body causes you to be sick if you take too much alcohol in. But when you vape it, your body doesn't cause you to be sick. So the risk of alcohol then, alcohol poisoning, is uh, greater than when you drink it. So drinking too much alcohol is not good for you anyway, but drinking alcohol will cause you, your body to react against it to stop the poisoning by making you vomit. But uh, when you vapour alcohol, it goes straight to the bloodstream, straight to the brain, and can increase maybe because you're taking more alcohol in, uh, you've got the risk of uh, overdose through alcohol poisoning and then possibly the, the addiction side of it being uh, stronger way of getting addicted into alcohol as well. And you also said about um, nose airways. Is this something that it could potentially do? Yeah, because the, the, the ethanol will, can cause your airways to dry out as well, so leading to uh, more infections through that way as well. So there's, there's not much research done on it, but the research that's coming out is showing you that it's, it's not a safer way to, to take alcohol. And so for people going to this club, would you would you sort of warn them to be a little bit cautious of um, of, of drinking in, or consuming alcohol in this way? Yeah, I mean, people need to do their own research around it to see the effects it will have on you. Do you have any sort of knowledge on um, cannabis and CBD oil? Because they're also doing a CBD-infused version that they started last weekend. From my, from my own personal sort of take on this cbd and thc is so confused with way the the government would portray it and other medias portray uh, cbd oil now cbd oil is very good for medical purposes but it's portrayed as like smoking normal cannabis and things like that when it's not it's normally a spray or a tablet or through an oil that is consumed that you consume that way but uh way it's portrayed in the media and everything like that it's like you, you just grow your own cannabis and you, you're smoking cbd cbd it, it's a great medication but because the way it's portrayed people are not using it in the way it should be used because they're taking the thc as well which is has a lot of uh, health implications with like psychosis and other things so really again it's some people need to do their research around it 
to really understand what CBD means. Uh, and one last question. Could you see um, like vaporised alcohol becoming a popular thing in the country? Because this um, gallery apparently is the first club in the UK to do it. All the time there's no proper research around it. Yeah, it will do because it's, it's a new gimmicky type of thing. People will start understanding it and want to do more of it and, add it, and they realise you can get more alcohol into your system and not, not, and not actually sick it up and things like that. So, yeah, I, I believe it will come more of a, an attraction, for, especially for young people as well. It's going to be a, something that young people will explore, which is a very, very, very dangerous thing to uh, allow young people to be doing. So do you think the like, government or just you know, public bodies need to kind of, if it does get a bit more popular, need to definitely spend some money sort of looking into it. Yeah, the research that is around with it show there is a issue around it. So the more research needed, so actually actual facts can be put out to saying this is the risk we feel are going to do it that way. Managers at the club insist it's safe and no one has had a bad effect from it. Kent Online reports. A motorcyclist has died and another has been taken to hospital with serious injuries following a crash on Romney Marsh. Two bikes and a Range Rover collided on the A259 in Old Romney near the junction with Millbank Lane just before midday yesterday. The road was closed for more than seven hours. We're told a 55-year-old man from East Sussex died at the Scene. A man's been arrested following a knife attack in Folkestone. The victim was walking along Sydney Street last Sunday when he was assaulted by a man who got out of a white car. He suffered two slash wounds to his back. A 26-year-old has since been released while police make more inquiries. At kentonline.co.uk you can see CCTV images of some men police want to speak to after 10 people were injured at a pub in West Malling. Emergency crews were called to the farmhouse in the high street on Friday night and found customers and door staff had suffered head and facial injuries. Kent Online News. Ten more migrants have been brought to Kent after Border Force officers intercepted a small boat in the Channel. It was spotted heading towards Dover yesterday lunchtime. Eight men and two women are now being interviewed by immigration officials. On Saturday, a total of 31 migrants were picked up by the Border Force in Dungeness and in the Channel. Spudulike has collapsed into administration after a last-ditch attempt to sell the business fell through. All 37 of the baked potato chain's outlets, including those at Blue Water, the Ashford Designer Outlet and in Tunbridge, have now closed. The head office has also shut down. In total, almost 300 staff have been made redundant. Now, a new reports found Kent has more rural crime than anywhere else in the UK. According to insurance firm NFU Mutual, things like damage and theft of farming equipment and livestock went up by almost 75% last year compared to 2017. It cost the county a total of £2.5 million. Harry's been finding out more from George Ashby, who's an agent from the company. The southeast of England is the worst affected area statistically by crime, uh, and Kent particularly is the worst county in that region, um, which has a real impact for rural landowners uh, and people that we insure and look after. What are kind of the conversations and concerns that are being brought up and imagine being brought up more regularly with landowners and farmers in the county? Well, frankly, farmers and landowners are getting more and more anxious uh, to the point of being scared uh, when they are isolated in their rural locations. And frankly, the, the, the increased amount of police officers that have been granted for Kent, they've doubled the size of their rural task force, which has had a fantastic result so far. 
but frankly it's just not large enough yet. More resources need to be spent on farming uh, to look after uh, rural landowners and farmers. And what is kind of the role that NFU Mutual are playing in this? Just tell me kind of what the relationship is with those landowners and farmers and what help and advice you're giving them to. Farmers and landowners, the people, people that we look after as a whole, uh, spend a lot of time trying to mitigate rural crime, themse crime themselves. And we encourage them uh, and recommend certain uh, areas that they can do to prevent or mitigate rural crime, particularly around their farmyards. Well, rural crime is something Nick Robinson knows all about. He works at the Kent High Wheeled Partnership, which runs outdoor activities in a local woodland. Our office is based at Betchbury Pinatum and it's quite remote. Uh, and it was in uh, December of 2017 when we came in in the morning, found that the lock had been bolt cropped off and came in and saw the truck was missing, all of the doors had been kicked open, uh, the alarm had been wrecked and they had managed to get away with four chainsaws, four drills, uh, cash box and um, most unfortunately our truck which we needed for work the next day. What kind of impact does that have on yourselves who I imagine must rely so heavily as you've mentioned the truck there and the machinery too? Uh, it is difficult because we're a small team and um, we are fairly flat out and any disruption like that to what we can do, we had to can cancel the work day we had the next day, uh, lay off all of the volunteers uh, and then there's the psychological effect of somewhere that you thought was fairly rural and quiet and safe. Um, knowing that it isn't safe and it can get broken into and we've had a couple of uh, break-ins more recently as well. And as Given what you've seen and heard from other people, are you surprised to hear that Kent has been ranked as the worst affected area for all time? No, not at all, because obviously we're in contact with a lot of other organisations across the county, uh, National Trust and the Forestry Commission. Um, National Trust and Forestry England, uh, landscapers and people like that and we tend to get a phone call to say they're in your area so we, we get a heads up, people know, what's, people know what's going on so it isn't a surprise really. Um, after our most recent attempted break-in we were talking to a landscaper who lost all of their equipment and they were in the local um, uh, Lamphurst Engineering, the local equipment store where they sell chainsaws and they said there was a queue of people who rely on those tools for their living who were just queuing up to uh, replace them so it does feel like a bit of an epidemic. Inspector Dave Smith from Kent Police is in charge of dealing with rural crime in the county. He's been telling us what he makes of the report. The figures purely reflect what we were expecting in Kent. Um, the cost of re replacing the expensive items that are stolen, such as tractors, um, a, a combine harvester, for instance, um, or, or plant the machinery, they're, they're going to show as an increase. Um, the report from the NFU, we are aware that um, they were increased, but for me, that's trust and confidence in reporting. Uh, we've increased, we've actually seized uh, more um, plant and machinery this year. We have 65 recovered items since January, uh, at a total cost of £370,000 back to victims. So yes, the cost of replacing it in this day and age um, is going to be an increase. And Kent's figures reflect the national uh, picture as well. 
So um, it's not a surprise, but it just confirms to me and validates the Chief and, and Police Crime Commissioner's uh, decision in investing in rural communities as being a vulnerable location to, that deserves uh, the type of policing that we're, we're getting now. We're getting successes, we're putting people away and we're recovering stolen property. Kent Online reports. A government planning inspector will have the final say on controversial plans for more than 600 new homes near Sittingbourne. Developers also want to build a primary school, shops and a new rugby clubhouse on Wise's Lane in Borden. The plans were first submitted in October 2017, but Swale Council have failed to make a decision within the set time limit. At Kent Online, you can see the moment four teenagers were rescued after getting trapped on rocks by the rising tide in Folkestone. RNLI crews were called to the two boys and two girls near the Lower Lees Coastal Park yesterday lunchtime. An 11-year-old girl from Medway is getting ready to walk 10 miles this week to raise money for the medical teams that saved her life. Angel Farley was born with multiple disabilities and had to have her leg amputated two days after her 10th birthday. On Wednesday, she's planning to walk from her home to Medway Maritime Hospital in Chillingham while trying to raise £1,000. Kent Online Showbiz. Finally today, a Kent Paralympian is swapping the table tennis court for the dance floor. We'll Bailey from Tunbridge Wells is going to be on this year's series of Strictly. The 31-year-old was born with a condition that affects his limbs and balance and won gold at the 2014 World Championships and in the Rio 2016 Paralympics. I spoke to him earlier to find out how he's feeling ahead of the show. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be amazing, I think, to, to go on a show like that. I think it's, it's one of the biggest shows around, so... Yeah, it's just a real honour to be able to do it and I'm, I can't wait to get to get started. And did they approach you? What was your first thought when, when you heard that they were sort of interested in getting you on? Well, I, I got asked and, um, to, to give it a go and uh, to go for a sort of a, a dance um, sort of session and to see if I, you know, see how I did because uh, I was like, I'm not sure I could do it because obviously my disability and stuff, I knew it was going to be tough. But uh, I, I had a really, you know, I had, Jeanette who's one of the dark professionals I, and I had a session with her and she was like you can do this well and then I was like oh yeah I'll give it a go and then um, then they asked me a few weeks after after that so yeah it's, um, it's crazy. And yeah. how, how did your fam- friends and family react did you tell them before today or did you have to keep it a secret? Yeah I told a few of them before because like it's too hard to keep it a secret it's such a big thing so I, t- I told a few of my friends and fa- my, my, no a few of my family a lot of my friends most most of them don't know um, and just found out. So, yeah, a few of them are having a go at me because I kept it a secret from even like my best friends. But, um, yeah, no, it's, everyone's really happy for me and like excited to, to see me dancing and stuff like that. So I bet you've had a lot of messages coming in this morning then from everyone. Yeah, yeah, loads of messages. And, yeah, I've had a lot of support as well from, you know, from everyone. So I'm just, yeah, I mean, it's not long now till it, till it, all, till it all starts. So, yeah, I just want to do everyone proud, really. I'm sure you will. When does um, when does all the training start then? It starts in a, in a few weeks. I think two two weeks uh, I start training. and But I've never danced. I've never had any lessons or anything like that. Never. Only that one session uh, with Jeanette I've ever had. So it's going to be interesting. I think it'll take me a while to, to sort of get into it. And, but um, I'll do my best. So you'll be a complete beginner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, complete beginner. Yeah, I've never never danced for in my life and I'm only you know if we go out or something I'll give it a little one two step that's about as far as I'll go so it's going to be interesting um and obviously you you've been really busy out in Japan at the moment as well so you you've got a very busy schedule over the next few months I imagine 
yeah, I'm still playing tournaments. I got from back from Japan last night and uh, literally like it, it was announced this morning. So it's uh, been busy. It's been really, really busy. But um, sort of a bit of a blur. I'm just hanging in there at the moment <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, t- taking every day as it comes. But yeah, it's going to be a busy few weeks, that's for sure. Definitely. Um, and yeah. with sort of other Paralympic stars like Johnny Peacock we had on, um, was it last year or the year before? Do you think it's good mm-hmm. that they're getting more sort of Paralympians onto the show? Yeah, I think so. And especially like disability like mine, it's um, it's quite severe in all four limbs. So it's going to be interesting. I don't think anyone's on the show has been on the show with sort of like um, a disability that could affect dancing so much. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how I cope with it. I might look absolutely appalling. I might be able to do, you know, do a bit. So we'll see. But um, it's definitely exciting. It's really um, it's really great that they have put me even even with this with these problems that they put me forward for the show. Did you have any reservations when you were first thinking about signing up, or did you think straight away, yeah, let's do it? Uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking, you know, I might look a bit silly and stuff, and I was, you know, like, I was thinking, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to physically do it, and uh, you know, do some of the dances are obviously, you know, different styles. Obviously, will suit me more, but like some of the balances and stuff are going to be really tough, and some of the technical stuff is going to be tough. But um, they were really confident. Because um, the people behind the scenes are strictly really confident that I could do it. So when they spoke to me, I was like, yeah, I started to breathe, I could. So, yeah, now, now I'm on it. That's brilliant. And obviously, yeah. you, you know, you're already a big star from all the Paralympics and World Championships and that sort of thing. But Strictly is like a whole new audience, isn't it? Do you think you'll be able to inspire even more people through that? Yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I've done it, because... I never had, like, only, my mum had the same condition as me, um, arthrogryphosis, but um, I never really had anyone to sort of look up to, um, sports stars or anything like that. And I know the Paralympics is massive, but Strictly such a massive audience, and hopefully I can inspire, like, people with disabilities, you know, um, and things like that. Cause, you know, it's, it's a great show, and if I do well, and if I can, you know, can do the best I can, train as, as hard as I can, you know, I can push boundaries through my from my own disability and I think that will inspire people. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.